Welcome to Living Box Free. Our mission is to help you break out of the box of worldly expectations. We're here to help you find your unique journey to a healthy, fulfilled life. Hey guys, in this series, Who Dat? We are talking about parenting. We've all got them. That's how we came into this world. Our relationships with parents might look different. Uh, and we talk about that in this episode. We brought in some experts to talk about parenting, which I'm really excited for you guys to hear this conversation we got to have with Scott and Emily Sutherland. But it was such a great conversation that we ended up talking for like an hour and a half, I think. So we trimmed it into two episodes. This first episode is more about our relationship with our parents as we are adults. And then the second episode kind of ties in some of that and then some of having adult children, which was really just fascinating to talk about and hear their perspective on. So here's the first episode on parenting with Scott and Emily Sutherland. Hope you enjoy it. Hello, welcome to Living Box Free. I'm so excited for today's episode on parenting and being a child of adult parents. Wait, an adult child of, I can, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get that right. So I'm just gonna move on, it's fine. An adult child of adult parents? Anyway, we are in the middle of our Who Dat series on relationships and we have some guests here with us, Scott and Emily Sutherland, and I'm excited for you guys to meet them. Hi everybody. Be fun. I'm Ashleen Seitz. And I'm Becky Ford. So we're gonna start before we jump in with what is on the rise for you this week? Becky, you want to start? I will. Uh, I'm so proud. Ash is very hand, like, she's really good with her hands. She builds stuff. And uh, this weekend, I built our last piece of baby furniture, a dresser, all by myself. Took me two hours. Thank you, Amazon. Uh, but I was very proud. No help, no assistance. Fortunately, the directions were all pictures which I've found works way better for me than a bunch of words. So building building stuff, that's what's been on the rise for me. Uh, and hopefully, I think I've got everything mostly built for, for our baby room. I mean, Impressive. Yeah. yeah. You texted me and said you were working on it, and then I didn't see it for several hours, and I was kind of afraid you to text faith. you back and be like, are you still working on it, or did you make it? Yeah, I'm glad you made it. I did. I survived. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What's on the rise for you? On the week? rise. Hopefully not COVID symptoms as I get ready to travel Ooh, again. Yeah. Been a lot Ooh. of travel this spring and, mm-hmm. and summer, helping my mother retire finally out in Ooh. Wyoming. Okay. So mm-hmm. doing a lot of um, travel back and forth from Virginia to Wyoming. So that's a far distance. Um, yeah. Some yeah. will be flying. Some will be driving a U-Haul oh. all the way across country. Wah, wah. With masks wow. so, on and sanitizer. Oh, yes. boy. So is she moving from Wyoming to Virginia? From Virginia to Wyoming. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's a much nicer move. Yes, it is. Yeah, yes, yeah. It is. not the other way around. So, the destination's fantastic. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, some parts of Virginia are nice, but... Sure. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather go to Wyoming. Yeah. So yeah. I'll be fully protected. Excellent. <laughs> Glad to hear that. <laughs> Emily? Okay, don't get me started on what's on the rise because you know what, (laughs) you guys, a million times a day, what's on the rise is phone calls for someone named Babette coming into my iPhone every five minutes, and I'm over it. I've I've had several tantrums. I have texted (laughs) me messages back, which only make more messages come. Makes it worse. I, I don't even know. I can't talk about it. 
I'm done. Oh, Babette, wherever you are, you are wanted. Someone's looking for you. <laughs> I don't even think there's a Babette. I don't think, I think she's like a bait and switch. They just but want is. But what a name to choose if yeah. it is a bait and switch. Like, right. do they just have, they go through the alphabet and they're like, okay, we'll assign this name to this phone number. Right. Like, what, how do they? I don't know. Like, yeah. Who's it going to be today? Yeah. You know, Babette. Yeah, that's Babette. it. Yeah. That sounds Babette. right. Babette. Let's, let's make it Babette. This phone number looks like a Babette. Yeah. 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 Right. Or there's never been any bad bet. They just want somebody to text back, this isn't bad bet, so that they know right. they have a live oh, number. Right. I think that's what happened. The strategy. Yeah, and, of course, it worked sense. with me because I was over it and I was on vacation. They kept calling, and I just was like, this is not bad bet in all caps. You know, I yeah. scream it out via text, you know. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I just, uh, the the floodgates open, and I get all these, all these spam links. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm mad about it. I'm sorry. It's okay. It'll be fine. Again, technology is great when it works. Yeah. Yes. That's that's what we said before we started this podcast. Yeah. We were having tech, I was having technological issues. You don't have much support from me, so. <laughs> so a one-woman show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Technology-wise, yes. JK, yeah. So what's on the rise for you this week? Uh, what did I decide? Oh, church is opening up this week, as in I am playing live in church what? at the Fishers Campus in for Grace this weekend. Oh, that's right. And uh, forgot we were doing a soft opening. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a I'm a pastor at Grace Church yes. at a different campus. Yes. That's right. They're doing a soft and opening. So I'm playing live in front of actual people oh, this no. week. That's that's I have you forgotten how? I, I don't think know I have. what I would do. I don't even know. I have no idea how that's gonna go. I've been actually like practicing. I've been practicing, guys. <laughs> that's amazing. So this was on the rise for me. That's week. cool. Nice. Yeah. You'll have to let us know if you got nervous. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I or might. if it's just like yeah, old hat. Are your nerves yeah. on the rise? Oh, I don't know yet. Okay. Are we making now that you, you say nervous? that, yes, I'm starting to sweat. No, maybe it's just hot in here. I don't know. It's <laughs> hot in here. It's hot in here. Should we ask you more questions? Yes, please, please do. Make me more anxious. That's helpful. Anyway, well, I'm so excited for these two special guests to be with us. We decided I have known them for 10 years now, which That's is right. crazy. Basically, when I moved here to Indiana from New York, started going to a church that they were already attending. Were you on staff at that time? No. No. Okay. I was, was just not. attending. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I've spent many an hour at their kitchen table, mm-hmm. on their couch, talking about life. And one of the things I've loved is their relationship with their parents and working through that, and then their relationship with their now adult kids. So we asked them to come and talk about that. Yeah, we're honored to be here. And yep. I'm excited. So why don't you start out? Just tell us a little bit, bit about you, what you do. I've already said you're a pastor. Yeah. You guys also have another. Uh, company to your name so let's yeah let's we hear do. about you yeah so i'm uh i'm a staff pastor at grace church in noblesville indiana and i've been there for about five years and probably in local church ministry about seven eight years and so um yeah um Gosh, what else do we want to say? <laughs> what, what, what did you do before that? I have no other interest. Like, what that. brought you to that? So, uh, so I got my degree. Got my degree at Indiana Wesleyan University many, many, many years ago. <laughs> just a couple. Uh, just a couple. But uh, instead of going right into local church ministry after I graduated, I actually went on about a 20-year event management career. Wow. So all the way from being a um, convention director for a national nonprofit, working for Marriott uh, for a while, um, had my own event business here in Indianapolis uh, for quite a while. Worked for the Gaither Music Company uh, for a few years, so lots of uh, lots of different positions, but all event based. And 
It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think I knew you at the tail end of that. Because mm-hmm. I remember I think, I think so. you were working for Marriott at the, when I first met you. That's yeah. right. It was right at yeah. the beginning. It was right at the beginning of my time with uh, with Marriott. So yeah, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Was here for the, was there for the Super Bowl when oh, it was cool. here in Indianapolis oh, yeah. and got to got to meet a lot of a lot of cool fun people. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Um, tell us a little bit about your family. Like what your family of origin? My family of origin. Okay, so primarily raised by a single mom. Uh, my sister is three and a half years older than me and. Uh, dad left shortly after I was born. Um, so my mother and my sister and I very close in particularly in those, those early years, mom, uh, married again, uh, when I was in second grade and, um, and they were married for about eight years. And that became, that became, um, a time where we saw a lot of change in, in my mother. Um, he wasn't a great husband and he was not a great stepfather. And so we began to see my mother needing to control her environment more um, to not experience pain. And so some of that, you know, obviously we were as kids were on on the receiving end of that, not in a in an abusive way at all, but just a relational uh, strain way. And um, which brought my sister and I even closer together. And to this day. We almost talk daily. Wow. Um, so we're, we're really, really close. Um, did a lot of work on my relationship with my mom, particularly, um, I guess, about the middle of our marriage. So one of the things that we noticed that after Emily and I were married and, and uh, well, even during, during, during our courtship and, and, and after we were married and, and when we had our kids, that that control that my mother needed to have over everything in her life really still bled into our marriage and even our, our, her relationship with our, our kids. And so I had to do some real work on, um, helping her become more aware of that, Mm -hmm. which didn't go great (laughs) when it first started. Uh, there was, uh, there was some definite boundary setting that Uh needed to happen. And while it was, I was very fearful of it because I still really valued my relationship with my, with my mother. And I really didn't want to cause her pain through it because I knew that there was a lack of awareness in it. And I, uh, while it was one of the most difficult things I've ever done in my life, it, the rewards of it have been great. Yeah. So my relationship with my mother today is fantastic and, and much, much better with Emily uh, and our kids. And so, yeah. um, I mean, there, there's still things and, and realities that will always be there. And, and mm-hmm. she's going to be 78 years old this year. And so, you know, as we get older, we, we change less and less. And, yeah. and, and so we, um, we, we, know, we know how to navigate that better now without yeah. getting ridiculously worked up and in the weeds and um, defeated by it. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that we need to hear about Emily's background too. Yes. But what you just made me think of, I'd love to dive into here in a little bit, is what we call coaching up. Yeah. And this, you know, there's this hierarchy that we, we feel. And sometimes people feel like you can't coach your parents 
and it's uncomfortable to coach up. We see that in companies where employees say, can I coach my manager? And I, I wonder if some of those dynamics are similar. So I'd love to mm-hmm. double click on that in a little bit. Yes. I like that. Emily, who are you? Why are you here? Who am I? Who am I? Who are we? It's Babette. <laughs> we found Apparently her. I'm Babette. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, I've got a big identity crisis going on now. No, I um, was raised by a pastor, and we moved a lot. So my family of origin was my sister and myself and our parents. And uh, th- my parents were married 50 years. They, they loved each other very much. And we moved together as a family at least eight times. Um, so, you know, over the years, it was probably uh, every three to four years, there was a, you know, a, a change um, in location. So um, that made our family pretty tight-knit because we went everywhere together, you know, um, and definitely depended on each other quite a bit. Um, so, but my dad ended up uh, pastoring a church in Indiana and, um they settled here, and my sister was still in high school at the time, and that was about the time we got married. So eventually we all ended up out here in the Midwest, my sister, my parents, and Scott and I, and that's this is where we've chosen to raise our family. And, you know, so our, our parents, you know, my parents and my sister um, and her, you know, my sister has four kids now and lives locally. So we're very grateful to be able to give our children the experience we didn't have where it was, you know, lifelong friends, a community that you can say, I'm from this city rather than I'm from all over. And, you know, and we gleaned a lot of great experiences being, you know, in a lot of places, learning to meet and, you know, live in communities that were very different from one another in many cases. So, you know, culturally and, and, uh, experientially, we gained a lot of good, you know, life skills having moved around, but we have enjoyed staying put, uh, for the past 30, 30 years almost. So yeah. it's been great. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this is where we've had our two children. We have uh, two adult children now that are um, now staying local, and they value being around family as well. So that's been that's been good, you know. Yeah. They're also really great humans, your two adult I, children. Yeah. It's been really fun Thanks. to see. We feel that way. Saying yeah. that. Thank you for saying that. They're great. Mm-hmm. And everybody has to choose – their own path you know you can yeah. lead you lead your kids as far as you can and they have to make their own choices and we've been delighted at the choices they've made lately, so <laughs> thank you yeah and what do you do i am a writer um and i can remember as far back as probably i want to say fourth or fifth grade i remember seeing some really artful uh lyrics and hearing music and reading the lyrics on the Vinyl, uh, yes. back of the vinyl, yes. when they used to print I've the lyrics. Yeah, back, <laughs> yeah. Before you even had developed eyelids, I was reading <laughs> And so, <laughs> yeah, I remember looking at the words that were there and how they were put to music and, and just the use of language being such a powerful thing. And I thought, oh, wow, like I would love to learn how to do that. And so, I mean, even at, at, at in sixth grade, I can remember writing something that they told us to write, you know, uh, an acronym or something that we were supposed to write at Thanksgiving, and mine ended up in the school paper. And you would have thought that I had won the Pulitzer when I got home and my parents found out they were very excited. And I was like, that was easy. Like, I don't even know how that happened. And I just thought, okay, maybe this is something I could do. And But I'd never thought I would make a living at it. I just thought it would be a hobby, you know, but I always enjoyed playing with words. 
and I'm now 51 years old and I'm still playing with words still, and still doing it, trying to make a living at it. So yeah. it's good. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I spent 20 years in the music industry and that was a, that was a fun adventure. And I was just working on my resume recently and I, I remember, uh, and I put the story in my sort of profile. It's like, you know, I'm a serious writer. However, I've also been spotted driving celebrities down hills in <laughs> golf carts and helping people who have lost teeth on the set to, Whoa. you know, manage emergencies <laughs> yeah. as they happen. So, you know, uh, you I didn't only write during those 20 years, but I had lots of interesting adventures with all kinds of colorful, fun people. Which is just true in the music industry. Yeah, no, you I mean, you just don't know what a day will hold. You, you never know. <laughs> so, yeah, lots of great stories there and lots of fodder for writing for years to come. If I yeah. never lived another day of, uh, of stories, I would have so many built up to write that I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> That's awesome. Ugh, writing. Yes. It's, it's the best and the worst. Oh, my gosh. Isn't it, though? It is. Then you start getting into it, and you're like, oh. <laughs> Why am I doing so this? so hard. Yeah. Was it uh, Anne Lamott that says, if you can do anything else, do it? Is that <laughs> <Yeah>. Anything <laughs> else other than writing. Yeah, just do, do it. it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. If you can only write, then here we are. Here we are. And <laughs> you're stuck. And I'm so sorry. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Right. All right. Well, thanks for sharing a little bit about yourselves. And I'd love to hear about uh, your company, Love Better, at the end. We can yes. kind of chat yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah. But let's, yeah, let's dive into, do you have a follow-up question, Becky? Or was it just I, a, like... I would love to talk to the experts while please. they're here. Double click on, especially I feel like Ash and I were in our young 30s. And you kind of get to this point where you realize, sorry, mom and dad, your parents aren't perfect. And so tell us a little bit more, Scott, about what did that look like to coach your mom, especially as you build your own family unit and certain things maybe became visible or were impacting your new family unit. What, how did you approach that? Yeah. Well, I mean, just a little more detail on, on my mom and her makeup. I mean, again, this was, you know, she was a single mom who, um, as a single mom, got her master's degree and got her doctorate degree. And so very strong professionally, but just a strong woman in general, a great leader, you know, fantastic leadership skills um, in the workplace in particular. So um, the bar was set very high, particularly educationally for my, for my sister and I. And so performance was a big deal not only educationally, but I also um, played sports. I grew up playing sports, and baseball was my was my sport. And so there was a lot of approval, disapproval, you know, that, that kind of stuff happening, which mm-hmm. I think we all experienced to some degree or another. You know, I think we probably have a lot of listeners yeah. out there that can say, yep, that's me. Mm-hmm. Um, so always wanted to make my mom proud. So whatever I needed to do, you know, my sister and I, we, we definitely wanted to do everything that we could to not only make her proud, but then also not want, not make her disappointed. Oh, yeah. And sometimes that becomes the, you know, the bigger part. So moving into adulthood and beginning our own life, which Emily and I started very early, we were married at 21 and 20. So we were not only learning how to be adults, <laughs> but we were also learning how to be married while adulting. Right. Yeah. So that's it's a big challenge. Transition. <laughs> we were not great at it. No. <laughs> Is no. anyone really? I mean, come on. 
needed lots of help. Right. Lots of help. 100%. Yeah. Um, but we, but in terms of, of our relationship, not only my relationship with, with my mother, but our relationship, noticing that her approval, disapproval, the way that that relationship had gone even as a kid was, was bleeding into her relationship with now Emily and I, and got to the point also even with our children and her desire to control how we parented our kids, it got to a breaking point. And I was actually working for my mother's organization as their convention director at the time. And the lines between business and personal were getting so muddy that I knew that it was time to make a break. And Emily was also expressing, and I knew this, but it was really helpful for me to even hear her express I don't even feel like the woman of my own home and, and, and your wife and, you know, just that expression of, I don't feel like I'm my own person as it relates to my relationship with your mom yeah. you know, in particular. And that was it. I mean, that was it. That was the, um, that was what I needed to hear to say, it's important to go ahead and begin as you put it. Uh, Becky, the the coaching opportunity. I didn't look at it as coaching at the time. It was yeah. boundaries. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it yeah, was. Yes. It was. And of course, we had read boundaries, and and we had been through enough of our own therapy, you know, individually and together as a couple, to to understand the importance of that. And so I thought mm-hmm. this is the moment. So I I did it in the form of a letter. I did it in the form of a letter where I was able to. Um, help her understand first and foremost how much I value my relationship with her and how we as a family value our relationship with her. But there are some, um, that there were some things that we were noticing that was keeping her from having the very best relationship with us and with our children and, and helping her understand what those things were. Definitely did not want it to be a finger pointing effort, but more of a, I, I am for you. Mm-hmm. I am for you. And I want you to have the very best relationship with me, the very best relationship with us so that, um, so that we can enjoy our life together, you know, what the, whatever that looks like. So it was silent. Hmm. For uh, what? A uh, while. A while. A month, month or two. Or... Was that right? There was an initial reaction. There was an initial and reaction, then, yeah. Then silence. Yeah. But I can't remember exactly how long it was, but um, slowly but surely we began to, you know, see a softening and, and a more, more of an openness. Um, yeah. I'm curious how it felt during the that period of silence. Did it feel like, oh, I've screwed everything up? Did it feel, do you remember? I think for me, I would have been like, well, that's it. I just effed the whole thing up, you know? So I'm just curious if that. Um, I, I felt tremendously relieved mm-hmm. that I took the step. Yeah. Um, as, as fearful as that was for me, because I didn't want the relationship to be over. And I didn't want it to be worse. Um, 
the the overarching feeling was that this was important for my family and that that was a good thing um we but yeah they all felt that way. we all felt that mm-hmm. way we it it was a decision that i made that i think even brought us closer together mm-hmm. as the four of us okay. you know our four our family of four yeah and 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 it actually, and I don't know if I even really verbalized this to you, Em, but at the time I can remember thinking, well, if it's over, I love my family mm-hmm. and we're good. Yeah. Which that's quite the realization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was tough. There was a ripple effect, short, uh, short-term ripple effect with my sister and even my aunt and some of, some of my other family of origin of just... Oh my gosh, he did it. <laughs> there, was a, Which, there was some yeah. triangling in of people too, you know, okay. yeah. um, uh, that took a little while to get ironed out, I think. Yeah, it know. did. Change things like what we did at Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. Where did we gather now for Christmas? And, and we, we said, we'll have Christmas here. Yeah. So we invite you to come. And Rather eventually, than all eventually, four of us with small children traveling. The day of Christmas, right. you know, with young children every year, you know, to a location, we invited everyone as single travelers to come to our one location, and that seemed to be a natural solution, but that did not go over well <laughs> no. yeah. at yeah. all. Breaking traditions, huh? Right. Breaking traditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it worked, and, and got to the point where they enjoy coming. Mm. Like, they look forward to coming. So it's, it's that initial discomfort and maybe some fear involved there, wondering what's really going to happen out of this. And thankfully, it, in, it ended well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just I had counseling today. I love to do that, apparently. <laughs> go I to just counseling go to counseling and, and then come and podcast and nice. talk about it. It's my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, but we were talking about my family, and, and she was talking about how you know families are a system and so when one person steps out of the system or tries to change the system the whole system kind of panics mm-hmm. trying to keep the status quo and that's that's kind of what i'm hearing yes. here do you feel like you had to continue to maintain that i mean have it has it been like an ongoing process yes mm-hmm. but the conversations are more productive and and quicker mm-hmm. i feel like i can be honest with my mom but at the same time too it's it's also learning what to what to address versus what to let go of. Um, realizing I can't change, I can't change who my mom is, but I can be. Um, I can help her see things that maybe she just doesn't see as it relates to uh, the relationship uh, portion, you know, with mm-hmm. our family. Yeah. I remember I got some really, speaking of counselors and therapy, mm-hmm. which by the way, listeners, Emily and I are huge fans of therapy. So whatever. We are here today because are, of it. We are here today because of therapy. <laughs> it's a good thing. Yes, it's a good thing. Um, so so good friend of mine who um, who is a fantastic therapist in Birmingham, Alabama, actually, he knew that I was about ready to embark on this boundary setting effort you know, with my mother. So he calls me and I'm sitting on my couch. And, and I and I had never talked to him before, but I knew who he was. And so, you know, he introduced himself. I said, it was really good, really good to talk with you. And 
told him the whole story, kind of, you know, all these things that my, you know, mother has done and how it's affected me and how it's affected our family. He goes, Scott, he said, uh, where, where are you sitting right now? And I said, well, I'm sitting in my living room on the couch. And he says, uh, um, is there a lamp nearby? And I said, yeah. I said, there's a lamp. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, <laughs> he goes just, just go with me. Um, he goes, I want you to just take a moment and I want you to look at that lamp and I want you to pray. I want you to pray as hard as you can that that lamp will turn into a microwave. <laughs> and I just chuckled and I went, wait, what? <laughs> he goes, no, no, I'm serious. I want you to do that. Uh -huh. I go, I'm not going to do that. I go, what do you mean? He goes, Scott, your mom is a lamp. She is always going to be a lamp. You cannot change who she is. She cannot become a microwave. She is a lamp. And so as weird as that sounds, it has been, it's been a big deal in our life. And we have shared that with so many people. And so sometimes I will just get a text from somebody who I know is dealing with something similar and it'll just be a picture of a lamp <laughs> or, or, you know, and I know exactly yeah, what they're talking about, but it's code. And it's yeah. just, it's just understanding that we cannot change someone. Mm -hmm. We cannot change someone. So it's how do we, how do we work with them? How do we relate to them in a way that we understand who they are and we don't have unrealistic expectations for their change? Thanks for joining us on Living Box Free, put on by On The Rise Group. Follow or subscribe to Living Box Free on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play to hear our new episodes every Monday as well as our bonus episodes. You can learn more about our services at ontherisegroup.com. Also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Rise Group. We hope you'll tune in next time for more helpful content.